Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Wednesday. Hope you all had a good holiday. I know I did. Now we're back into it here on Cheesehead TV, devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. It's uh, crawling along this offseason, I'll tell you that. Uh, and the other thing I'll tell you is if you want to watch the Green Bay Packers play football this year in 2023, you want to head to Ticket King. You can go to cheeseheadtv.com. Look at our schedule. We have links for each and every game, both preseason and regular season, home and away. You want to utilize Ticket King, not these national people, not Ticketmaster, not StubHub. Use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Hell, they got a spot right across the street from Lambeau Field. You can utilize Cheesehead TV, both our website or our app, or you can use the link in the description of this video. Use Ticket King if you want to watch the Green Bay Packers play football in 2023. Do it, people. The other thing you should do is head to the Cheesehead TV store. You can also find a link to that store in this video, the description of. Head to the Cheesehead TV store. Get 20% off every single item in the store. Use promo code SUMMERVIBES20. That's SUMMERVIBES20. The Cheesehead TV store. 20% off every single thing now through July 11th. You know you want to do it, people. Hope you're all well. Good to see everybody in the comment section already mixing it up. It's a hot one here today in New York City. Hope you're all keep, keeping cool this summer, wherever you are. Um, one thing I was thinking about today is the youth movement on this roster. There's zero doubt when you look at the kind of ripping of the Band-Aid, so to speak, when it comes to a lot of the contracts that the Packers moved off of and the influx of youth that we are going to see across the roster. Whether it's the guys from rookie years, undrafted guys, or guys who were on the squad last year fighting for a job still. You know, that's the way of life in the NFL it's going to be fascinating to see who gloms on to not only a roster spot, but some kind of a role on offense or defense. Because, look, just because we always talk about it, and I know I probably sound like a broken record when I talk about it because it is the number one answer for young guys trying to make a squad, special teams. That's the path to a roster berth. We have zero question about that. That is undoubtedly true. But I feel like sometimes maybe – fans get the impression that like that's the only thing that that guy can do then but that's not necessarily the case there will undoubtedly be opportunities especially on offense given how young the skill position players are going to be for guys to carve out roles carve out little niches carve out things that they do well that the you know the coaching staff can glom onto and say you know what we can we can utilize that against this type of scheme or this type type of defense there's something we can take advantage of here and you know it could be from Anything from speed, the way obviously a guy has burst in the open field or things like that, to a blocking technique. Well, this guy really does the hook block well, and we can utilize him on this uh, particular you know, run combo that we love to run but haven't really found the right guy for it. There are all sorts of things that these young receivers and tight ends and um, undrafted running backs, things of that nature, that they can bring to a team that maybe isn't expected. Maybe it's something we're not seeing exactly right now, but maybe pops off the practice field once those pads come on in a couple weeks. Uh, know your role and know where you can contribute as a role player. It's going to be so important throughout this summer and heading into the season. Guys who can ball out on special teams. Um, you know, I'm thinking of a guy like Tariq Carpenter. Guy really has carved out a niche for him, kind of the back half of last year uh, as a special teams contributor. There may be a spot for him in the rotation, in kind of the sub packages on defense, because God knows, you know, nothing's settled there. Nothing is set in stone. And I know he's made a move to linebacker, and there's undoubtedly 
somewhat, you know, of a hierarchy there with Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker on the inside. But who knows? There might be a certain package in a certain situation where he fits the bill. And all it takes is you coming to practice every day, you know, making a play a day, turning some heads to earn some more opportunities. And that's what, to me, is so exciting about this season is a lot of the unknowns, obviously, but just the way guys are going to rise and sometimes fall and seeing how all that develops and plays out, it's an exciting time. It's a really exciting time. And I got to think for the coaches, it's got to be somewhat (laughs) nerve-wracking at times, but also fascinating to see who kind of grabs it right? Who jumps out? Who takes that initiative and kind of isn't afraid to fail, you know? It makes a play where maybe they weren't be expected to, you know? It's those things. And it's funny because it's not something that you can quantify or even, you know, really predict, but that's what makes it so exciting. And I cannot wait, man. As anybody who follows me on social media said, no, as I said over the weekend, man, I, I'm, I'm officially in pre-camp mode. I am so excited to get to Green Bay and start, you know, watching some hitting, watching these young guys, watch this team start to gel and come together. It's time, baby. It is time. It's also time to say hello to everybody in the comments section. Hope you're all doing well. So good to see everybody. I'll start with Lewis starting us off with a super chat. What's up, man? What does it look like for Barry to keep his job? Well, first, got to spell his name correctly because I don't know who Barry is with an E. Uh, Joe Barry, keep his job. What does it take? Uh, yeah, that's a good question, I guess. Uh, I think... Uh, more consistency, and I don't think that's a mystery. And I think Joe said as much in one of his media availabilities this offseason. You know, there are certainly stretches where the Green Bay Packers defense looks the part, absolutely fits the bill, no question about it. But then there are maddening, and I mean maddening, bouts of inconsistency. So it's hard to say, oh, he's got to be a top 10 defense or he's got to be this statistically, right? Because I don't think there's a benchmark there that, quote, saves his job automatically if they're giving up points at the worst possible time or if they go through funks for extended weeks on end. I just think consistency and a defense that is good consistently is what saves his job, so to speak. And who knows? His job might not even be in jeopardy. You know, Matt's kept him around. And Matt clearly values the uh, cohesiveness on the staff and may continue to do so regardless of the results. I don't know. I can't obviously speak for Matt. But... um, yeah, to me, that's the one thing that you can point to and say it's it's just got to be better consistently. Because, again, you see the signs, you see stretches where they play well. And I don't think it should be opponent-specific or opponent-dependent. That might be another aspect of it, too. It's like, okay, there are times where you're shutting down maybe some lesser quarterbacks, but when veterans come in and light you up, remember, that was a problem with Tom Capers towards the end. You know, The scheme had gotten so predictable and – Teams knew how to scheme it up, and he had real trouble adjusting with the youth that he had on hand, especially at corner, um, that, you know, these experienced QBs would come in and light it up. And I do think there's certainly, a, you know, evidence out there, there's tape out there of Barry's group doing a pretty good job against good offenses, like the Lions. They shut down the Lions both times they saw them, you know, as comparative to how they were lighting up the rest of the league. There was some, you know, Big plays given up at inopportune times, no question about it. But for the most part, they did the job that they needed to do to win those games. The offense didn't come to play either time. But it's the, that, that's the complementary nature of football, and that's where I think you need more consistency on defense. I think for that kind of narrative to turn on for Joe, uh, I think that's the key. And I think he knows it. Like I said, he mentioned it 
during one of his press conferences this offseason. So um, I don't think it's any great mystery. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Nags, what was your aha moment when you realized Rodgers was going to be Green Bay's long-term solution at quarterback in practice to play a game? Just wondering what that may potentially look like for Jay Love. I've gotten this question a few times, Jay Dome. Um, and I'll say, I said it on Twitter, like, I think there was no doubt after the first start that you knew at least that he could could be the guy. Like, it was no question. That first game against the Vikings, you thought, okay, move the football, efficient, score points. Like, yep, they got something there. But it took a, for me, it took about a month, like four or five games in, to think, okay, yeah, this we're we got our guy. You know, this it went for, it really shifted from uh, this could be it to yeah, this is it. Uh, about that first month, and I can't pinpoint a specific play. I know a lot of people like love to point to that first touchdown that he threw against Minnesota, which was insane. But um, yeah, I can't ever put like a memory on, oh, this was the play where I was like, oh, that this is the guy or anything like that. But I do know through that first month or so, it was, yep, found him. <laughs> like, there's no doubt. So I, I do think it'll be a kind of a building process, and I think Jordan will gain not only the trust of <laughs> the fans, but the organization as well. And uh, there's little doubt in my mind, and I think I said this on Monday, if he plays well, and continues to improve throughout the season, I would I would be surprised if they don't try to lock him up sooner rather than later for something long-term. Oh, what else we got? Aaron Donald or Buda Baker? Who would be a better fit? Oh, Tony. Aaron Donald always, but the, neither of those are going to happen. My guy. My brother. I mean, let's come back from la-la land, shall we? Um, or as Ted would, like to, would always say, uh, this isn't fantasy football. Uh, what's up, Aaron? What's up, Cheeseheads? How is everybody doing? What's up, NFL Pack Boy? How are you doing? Uh, what else we got here, folks? What else we got? Uh, Second-year offensive lineman need to put Van Ness on his butt. <laughs> well, Mick, it'll be one of the fun battles of training camp. There's no doubt about that. I mean, this young kid, he's, he's not he's nothing to sneeze at physically. So it'll be fun to watch those battles. I'm fascinated to see who he draws when they do to the one-on-ones. How much do they put him out there on the one-on-ones? Who does he draw at tackle, most likely? Like, those are the things that are fun to watch. And uh, that's why I'm not arriving until the Pats come on this year. Because last year, you get that first week, you're all excited, and then they're still in shorts and T-shirts, and it's like, oh, my God, can they just hit already? So, yes, I am very excited. Sly, what's up, man? Anthony Johnson Jr. might be a great special teams player as – as he crafts his safety skills. I agree, Sly. I think, you know, he's going to be one of those dudes I was talking about at the top of the stream where, you know, I think he can make a case for himself on special teams, but I do not doubt for a moment that he can contribute right away, at least maybe in sub packages to begin with. But if he, you know, has the kind of camp I think he's capable of having, yeah, he's 100% could be a pretty important role player early on. You know, especially for a team that is so kind of wide open at safety, who knows what they they roll with. Like, so some of those three safety looks they like to run, maybe he's one of those safeties. Never know. Definitely a possibility there. Uh, What else we got here, folks? Nags, what are your expectations slash goals for the later round defensive rookies this year? How can they make an impact in year one? Wooden, Brooks, Valentine, et cetera. Well, Wooden and Brooks are interesting. Samuel, I talked a little bit about them on my convo with Justice a couple weeks ago. They're so interesting. 
because they are a bit against type as far as the Packers have drafted along the defensive front in recent years, much more kind of comparatively smaller and penetrators, right? They're not space eaters. They're not guys you're going to expect to two gap too much. You're going to probably want them to shoot gaps and cause disruption and havoc. Um, I don't know, man. It's really hard to say because you've seen those guys come types of guys come and go so many times, both in green Bay and around the league, right? It's all about adapting to, the guys in front of you and some guys very rarely, but some guys do it early and you see it. Uh, and other guys, you know, they, they just get enveloped by bigger, stronger dudes, long offensive lines where in college you're going against guys who you maybe come up against that type of talent once or twice a year, maybe. And, you know, in the NFL, you're coming up against it every snap. So it, it's just a different level. And, you know, it, look, there may be guys who flash early who just like flame out, later on or maybe get hurt or whatever. But uh, I can't, you know, without seeing them start taking snaps against some of these NFL, you know, bodies, so to speak, it's really hard to say, man. Uh, I love the idea of these quicker guys penetrating, especially on early downs, like causing disruption. But got to see them do it. I, I, I'd be lying if I told you, like, oh, I've – I mean, I've watched their tape, but, uh, you know, a lot of it is against the future gym teachers of America. I, it's hard to say until you see him against some NFL competition. Uh, now, Valentin, now there, I'm really fascinated by him. I know he had a bit of a kind of an upswing there towards the end of the offseason, minicamp, et cetera. I really like his tape. I was fascinated by some of the scouting reports I read. Where, like It felt like they were describing a totally different dude than I was watching. But I really like his aggressiveness. I you know, I again, you don't really know it until they get on an NFL football field and NFL speed and all of that. But, man, I, I love his instincts. And, again, he's going to have to ball out on teams. That's the path to a roster berth. But I think he could help them in sub-packages. Um, it's really up to him. And that's, what's again, what's so exciting. Uh, what else we got here, folks? What else we got? Got a couple super chats. Got Thomas. What's up, man? I'm actually stoked for preseason. A lot of youth to watch. The feeling of building something has me pumped. Made a homer bet for the pack to win the North. Go, Pack, go. Thomas, nothing wrong with homer bets. Now's the, now's the time of year to make your homer bets. No question about it. Um, and I'm with you, man. Spoke, stoked for the preseason for the first time in a long time. Because, you know, there's going to be so many guys, like, gunning for jobs. It's, like, not like years past where you're going to see a lot of – well, you still are going to see probably lots of the bigger names or vets sitting. But – Gonna be a lot of young guys who are going to be expected to contribute this year who are going to be participating in preseason because they just haven't played at the NFL level. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. That's going to be exciting. Dennis, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Will special teams let Keyshawn Nixon run the ball out more or less this year? <sighs> That's a good question. I mean, I don't think that he doesn't have a red light for the, from the Packers. I think the teams kicking to him are going to be more particular about how they kick to him. Uh, I think you saw maybe the start of that against the Lions uh, last game of the year. They did an excellent job of pinning him towards the sideline and kind of, you know, hemming hemming him in. I think that's going to be the M.O. early on, uh, unless the Packers can prove that they can break it, you know, uh, because it, it was hard for him to get going in that game. Uh, Detroit did a really good job of taking him out of the game as a returner, and I do think you're going to see a lot of teams try to copy that at least early in the season. Um, but yeah, kicking away into the end zone. I don't, 
I suspect you, you won't see a ton of it because they know he's not afraid to bring anything out. You know, he said, "What's a fair catch?" I'm like, he's gonna he's gonna bring it out. So, um, I do think again, yeah, I think people will try to copy what the Lions did because they were really effective. Ryan, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Waiting for preseason to start. I hope the offseason bonding with the wide receivers pays off. Let's shock the national media. Until then, go crew. Let's crush the Cubs and the rest of the National League. Man, I'm glad I missed that game yesterday. I was watching Indiana Jones, but, ooh, baby, sounded like a heartbreaker. But, yes, go crew, always. And the bonding with the wide receivers. I love it regardless of whether it, quote, pays off or not in the sense of, oh, they're so in sync on the football field. I just love the idea of a tight-knit locker room. I'm in on it, man. Um, I tend to think, you know, a lot of it just comes down to execution and what you're doing in the offseason doesn't really matter too much, but every little bit helps, right? I'm down with that. Mostly, though, you're right. Go crew. That's that's the most important message to take from that. Tim, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Musgrave or Kraft, who gets more snaps? This sounds suspiciously like a fantasy football question, Tim. Uh, probably Musgrave early on, though I think Kraft will be utilized in certain situations. Um you know, short yardage, goal line, things of that nature. Um, I do think they might utilize a few more two tight end sets, maybe some ace formation for the old schools in the house. Um, but I got to think Musgrave early on. And I know, look, I, I know Musgrave's got work to do on some of the phys- more physical natures of the game, but you cannot deny his, uh, his speed and explosiveness. And I think they're going to want to try and utilize that. So that would be my guess right now. That's all it is. It's just a guess. Uh, what's up, Bill? Do you think the Packers will sign a veteran receiver? I love the group they have, but a veteran minimum player may help in certain game situations or used to help guide the group. I doubt it, Bill. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not dismissing the possibility out of hand, but I'd be surprised. You know, Brian almost pretty much confirmed that the whole idea here is to get this group playing a lot together and growing together, right, over the course of the next two, three years. That doesn't completely dismiss the possibility. Um, I know Justice has brought that up in a couple of uh, his pieces, and you know, I would understand the reasoning for very much what you're talking about here, but I think the in their mind, getting this group solidified together and giving those snaps and reps to the young guys – way far outweighs long-term any benefit you would get from signing a Ronin, as it were, to come in and be with your group for a year or two. Um, You know, sign the Sammy Watkins of the world, if you will. Um, Again, I'm not completely dismissing the possibility, but I'll, I'll be surprised. I'll be pretty, pretty surprised. (laughs) Craig, hope your AC is working. Nags. God bless you, man. Uh, it is in the – here's the funny part. The only place in my apartment that has AC is my girl's room. You know, cause nothing, nothing but the best for the Niagara girls. But, yeah, I'm doing fine. Uh, David says, I believe that this coaching staff is going to roll out this team like it is. Uh, probably. But don't forget, it's not the coaching staff's call. It's the personnel group's call. Uh, I had to hit my like button twice for it to work. Was What was your like experience today? Everybody hit like. Damn it. <laughs> Matt, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Could Reed Ceiling be Tyreek Hill-esque? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Um, wow. Could it be? Yeah. 
Could the Green Bay Packers call me tomorrow and say, hey, Aaron, we've got a spot for you on Coach LaFleur's coaching staff? Yeah, that could happen. I think the likelihoods are similar, though. Let's, uh, let's let Reed play it down before we start comparing him to Tyreek Hill. It's just me. Is this something I'm into? Is this how I roll? I love the optimism. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a big play waiting to happen. I'm with you on that. But Tyreek Hill is a really special football player. That's all. I'll just, I'll just say that. What's up, Vex? Thanks for the Super Chat. Not enough tight ends make big enough impact to justify the Packers' investment. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Depends on how they're utilized. And uh, I think Travis Kelsey has shown us the ability of tight ends to open things up and to be friends with the Green Bay Packers quarterback. Don't limit it. Just because something hasn't been done doesn't mean it can't be done or won't be done. I understand what you're saying. But it's not like they you're the investment, what, a couple draft picks? No, yes, much better to go out on the street and keep signing aging veteran free agents like they have been for the last 10 years. That's worked out so well. I, I much prefer this route. That's just me. Dustin, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. When am I going to Green Bay? Dustin, I will most – I haven't booked my travel yet, which I need to do, but I will most likely be in town starting on the 31st. Uh, I think I fly in the 29th or the 30th, and then I'll fly in the 29th or the 30th, and then I'll be there starting the 31st. So be on the lookout. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Vax Fair. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, Nags on the staff means Pack finally run the damn ball. No, it just means I get overruled in bigger meetings. That's all. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video and subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Uh, 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 uh.